you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, professional homegirls. So I have some really exciting news. So we are now located in our second bookstore. Yes, you can pick up the Professional Home Girl Coloring Book at Word Bookstores, located in Brooklyn at 126 Franklin Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11222. So if you want to celebrate with the kid, you can buy me coffee, y'all, by clicking the link in the show notes below. Thank you all so much for supporting the kid, and I really do hope that y'all enjoyed this week's episode. Until next time, everyone. Later. You are now listening to The Professional Homegirls, it's the kid Ebene from the PSG podcast, the only place where you would hear interviews from Black women anonymously on stories that would enlighten and expand on taboo topics. Now, if you hear someone that sounds familiar, mind the business that pays you, child. If you like the PSG podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please, five star reviews only. Hold me down, don't hold me up. Merch is now available on the site as well as my book list, so please make sure you visit the link in the show notes below. You can connect with the kid on Instagram at the Professional Homegirl and at the PHG Podcast. If you are on Twitter, please follow me at the PHG Podcast. Now, if you are all caught up with episodes, listen to the bonus episodes by supporting the PHG Podcast Patreon account. To support, please visit www.patreon.com forward slash the PHG Podcast. Now, please keep in mind that all of my guests are anonymous, so let's begin this week's episode. I am super excited to have my guest on the show as she would share her journey on being a tarot card reader. Plus, mm-hmm. as y'all know, I love speaking about spirituality and all things of that nature. So to my guest, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Are you nervous? Uh, no, I'm not nervous. Sometimes I'm just like fearful about, you know, children distracting, but I locked the door. <laughs> so I think I should be okay. Okay, okay, perfect. And I also did some research on you, and you're from New York. I am. I'm from um, Brooklyn and the Bronx, originally. Oh. Okay, cool. I live in Brooklyn. I said, oh, she's a Brooklyn girl. Yeah, girl. From Coney Island. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. where are you from? So I'm originally from New York. I live in Brooklyn right now. I live in Flatbush, but I was raised mm-hmm. in Tennessee. Okay, so we we went opposite ways because now yeah. I'm in Baton Rouge. <laughs> I and saw that. Mm-hmm. Right. So for those who might not be familiar with tarot card reading, what is it? Um. Okay. Well, tarot card is a sorry. Tarot card reading is a form of divination. So 
basically you can pick up on the energy of a particular person um whether you want to read about the past present or the future i guess like if you want like a technical answer um there's different suits in um tarot cards just like a regular deck of playing cards and you know it corresponds to different things so like the cups would be your emotions wands is like fast action that you want to take swords is what you're thinking about or just like you know mental type things and then pentacles is usually um your money and then there's like the major arcana um and those are like major themes happening in people's lives how long would you say this has been around for Mm, I want to say since the beginning of time, but yeah, realistically, <laughs> realistically, you know, like divination is is definitely something that has been around since people, you know, first came to the earth. But um, tarot in particular, I know for sure it started off with ancient Egyptians. Now, whether they got it from someone else, I don't know, but I know for sure, like. Um, if you learn about the ancient Egyptian deities like Thoth and um, who else? The names escaped me, but you know, Isis, Osiris, sometimes mm-hmm. people, um, they had their own form of like reading, I guess, cards or like books. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, it's pretty ancient. Do you feel like it's just now starting to become like oversaturated? Not a good word. Um, I I I don't think it's oversaturated. I feel like you know when it's time for something to just take off, it's gonna happen. I know there's been a big you know boom with like spirituality and everybody's been like become so into it within I I would say like the past three years. Mm-hmm. Um, because even me, someone who does it, like I didn't even really find out about it until, uh. I want to say 2018 and that was just an introduction on a personal level because of course you know every time people think about tarot cards they think about that Beyonce movie <laughs> from like the early 2000s <laughs> oh Carmen. Carmen yes a hip hopera where she went yes. and she was a lady and they were like oh you're gonna die and then she started singing that song <laughs> oh, no 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 <laughs> no I was thinking about the movie Caught Up with Bukin Woodbine Ooh, I've never seen that. Oh, it's like an old school movie, and he was dealing with some girl, and she was a tarot card reader. And I used to be mm-hmm. like, oh, what is this? Oh. Yeah, every now and then, in a, like a nice, I don't know if that was like a hood flick or anything, but every now and then, it was. you see some form of magic or spell work or whatever in um one of them, you know, old black films. Even, um, Eve's Bayou. I don't know if you ever seen that. Yeah. When Journey now, Smollett was now. a little y'all, girl. If y'all ain't seen Eve's Bayou, y'all need to stop listening. Right. Go watch it. It, <laughs> it spooked me when I was a kid, but as I got older, I was like, oh, you know, I, I can roll with this. But I mean, she wasn't reading cards in the movie. She was more so like, um, she would like put her hands on people. You know what I'm saying? She would read them mm-hmm. like that. So I guess she was more of a fortune teller, but yeah. Mm. So what would you say are some misconceptions of tarot cards or just being a tarot card reader? Oh, Lord. Okay. Misconception, I guess, number one is, like, people are like, are you are you legit? You know, like, how how do you get these messages? You know, who are you talking to? Like, do you talk to dead people? Uh, and then I guess <laughs> misconception number two is, like, um, you know, like, mainstream people who maybe were raised on Catholicism or Christianity and they're like, oh, that's devil worshiping. Mm-hmm. But over time, they're like, oh, I want to do it. I'm just so scared. Like, I don't want to be a sinner. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, girl, like, you don't have to do a tarot card reading. Like, if you pray or, you know, you have dreams at night, like, it's still divination. You you tapping into the same source with, with every form of reading that you do. So if you're not really trying to do cards, like, you can still know your future or know what's happening in your life, you know, behind the scenes, even without cards. And can you speak more on divination? Because I'm like, like, I really into like certain things, spirituality, and I really never heard that word before. Sure. So 
divination is just a word that means to divine over something, right? Where you tapping into divine source to get clarity about a situation. And there's different types of divination. So usually it will end in the suffix mancy, right? M-A-N-C-Y. So taromancy is right, the form of divination where you're reading um tarot cards and then there's a lot of other different types you know people read tea leaves people read seashells people can read the clouds like it's all types of stuff that um people reading coffee beans (laughs) mm -hmm. palms right anything Mm. so is it safe to say that tarot cards don't tell the future but more so a tool for spiritual guidance uh, no, that's not true. I think it just depends on the person reading because if you have the gift of seeing the future and your tool, right, that you, you that you use to see the future is tarot cards, then of course, right, you can, you can, that's like a forecast for what's to come. Some people, they just use it um, to guide people on how to handle the situation or how to personally grow from a situation, but um, it really depends on the reader, right? Like, because if you go into someone who can't see the future, like, <laughs> you're going to be disappointed. Right. But there are, for sure, for sure, people who they could tell you what's coming. And you might like it, you might not, but you could certainly use tarot for the future. So would you say that some tarot readers are gifted while some are just regular people who are really good at reading the cards in front of them? <laughs> and no uh, shame. No shade at all. I ain't gonna gonna shade nobody. I I, I like to just mind my business, honestly. Right? (laughs) If I don't resonate with someone and I don't feel drawn to that person's energy, I'm just not gonna go to them. But um, if if people feel like they really are in tune with their decks and they know what they're talking about and they be on point for some people, then great. But I do think it's something that's subjective, right? Just like if you were to pick a church to go to or a house of worship or something like that, or even um, a form of spirituality to get into. I personally am not drawn to being a Buddhist or, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm not about to relocate to Afghanistan and live my life as a Muslim. <laughs> that ain't right. my path. But there's other people who are, you know, they'll they'll do the pig, the pilgrimage to um Egypt and you know they'll they'll change their whole life, right? And submit to Islam. And that's their thing. Same thing with picking a, a reader. And other people too, like they may not want a tarot card reader. They might they might just want a clairvoyant who don't even need no cards. They just boom like they just see right. stuff without even needing cards so i i would never sit here and say like oh this person's a fake this person's a fraud unless they're really out here just making shit up but i i would personally keep it to myself because never know they might be somebody else's profit they just not mine mm, can you spot if somebody's being real or fake like another reader yeah mm. Listen, I'm gonna say she don't want no problems. <laughs> I'm gonna say um, I I wouldn't use the word fake. Maybe like not genuine or like not authentic. But again, it's just me. Like that person don't resonate with me at all. So I'm just not drawn to them. Cause like my best friend, right? She's she's super into spirituality, just like me. And she be oh girl, she be like so in love with some readers. And I'm like, really? You into that? But she likes she likes the shadow work type stuff. She likes spiritual guidance. And I'm like, I just want to talk about love and money. <laughs> right. But they not talk about love and money. I don't want to hear it. I don't need no spiritual help. I'm like, my guides got me. I don't need to go to nobody for that because I feel like I'm good with that. But there's other people, they struggling, right, in the spiritual realm. And, but their money is on point. Their love life is on point. They just, you know what I'm saying? Like, they feel like, they trying to get in tune with their spiritual path or their soul mission or something like that. And they're going to be more drawn to the people who's more so talking about those types of things. Or even like 
I don't know if you've heard about um, um, spirituality that came from Africa, you know, like Yoruba and mm-hmm. dealing with the Orishas and stuff like that. There's some people who's really into that. If they was to come to me for that, I'll be like, sis, I'm going to have to send you to a voodoo priestess because I don't really, I don't, I don't really deal with the Orishas, you know? Mm. So, but how do you feel about that? I'm just curious because I have a psychic and she like, that's one of her things. So I'm just curious to hear from somebody else that's in the spiritual realm. Like, how do you feel about how that? How I feel about that? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not into it. Like, but it's just not something that I deal with on the regular. When I first mm-hmm. got into spirituality, you know, I feel like that's everybody's introduction because you want to do a love style. They'd be like, oh, talk to Oshun. Right. <laughs> and you do a little Oshun style. And you're just like, okay. Or you, um, you know, when I first got into doing like road opener spells, a lot of the time they would talk about, I think, Alegua. I, I can't pronounce their name. And I don't really remember his name off the top of my head. But you know, it's like different deities for like diff- with different purposes, right? Um, but I do think that that's something that you you want to be initiated into, or you kind of be born into it. You know, like your family kind of do it. Right. Because me personally, I wasn't I wasn't born into that, so I don't really deal with that. Do you recommend that people use tarot cards on themselves? If they feel like they got it like that, hell yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I read myself, you know, I got friends who read themselves, but it's you it's not even about the cards, right? It's about you being in tune with yourself and like you just gotta you just I don't wanna say know what you're looking for, but you just gotta trust that like you so in tune with yourself, you so in tune with spirit that when you pull that tarot spread, it's for you. <laughs> and if right. nobody else but you and you you will take the messages from it that you need to take. But if not, like if someone is new to it or if someone you know, because people get a little anxious and they'll do like, they'll, they'll pull cards like 30 times on the same question by that time they don't went through the whole deck and they're like, oh I'm confused because I pulled every card. But yes, yes, of course you're confused. <laughs> right. So sometimes it's a little easier to go to a reader and like, because the reader don't have no emotional connection and the reader is not looking for any specific answer, like they're just going to tell you what comes up. So some sometimes you want to go to someone else. But if you feel confident reading yourself, for sure, go for it. Like, why not? And is there like a certain deck that you use or do you use like multiple decks? So yeah, I got about 20 different tarot decks. Um, then I have some Oracle card decks. So it's similar to tarot, but tarot is very structured. You got numbers, you got suits, you got your major arcana. And the, the decks are different because depending on the artist who drew it, you know, the pictures are going to be different. But um, the Oracle cards, I love Oracle cards because it's way more fluid, way more intuitive. It's not structured where there's like numbers that have specific meanings and stuff like that. So a lot of the times you can use that depending on the area of your life that you want clarity on. For instance, you could use... um a dream oracle deck to like interpret your dreams you can mm-hmm. use love messages right to see like oh what is this person thinking about when they think of me um or what's coming in my love life you can use um money manifestation oracle decks you know like or affirmations i see a lot of people with the affirmation decks these days um i love a good affirmation deck yeah <laughs> Yeah, like I made my own. <laughs> well, I just Ooh. wrote some like affirmations on index cards because mm-hmm. I actually want to turn into a product, but that's like a little it. bit long. Yeah, girl, say I have a I have an oracle deck that I was working on, and it's a it's, lot of work. It is. I had like all the pictures and all the um messages ready, but just to actually finish it and like edit it. Whew. Yeah. And the cost. Let's not even get started on the cost, child. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So I know you've been doing this since 2018. So what do you specialize in? Who? Me a specialist? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. If you want to look at topics, right, I would definitely say the topic I specialize in is money and love. I, I'm like the love witch. I'm like all about planet Venus, working with Venus um, to help people, you know, get on their path. But for sure, for sure, I would say my favorite topic to help people improve on is like relationships, love, dating, and then just giving them clarity on if money is coming and if not, what do they need to do to get in alignment with that? But if you study astrology, then you know, like the areas that Venus rules over is both love and money. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, um, I would say it's my specialty, but the services that I offer overall, it's, it's, all different because I have readings and I have products and I offer spells too. Yeah, I was Even reading about your role opener spell. Yeah. So um a lot of people like that one. They do. And I know you offer other services, but I've been hearing really great things about your Jezebel oil. I I started wearing the oils and guys were like like you said, being generous, um, buying me gifts, sending me money for nails, giving me money for the babysitter, um, okay, just helping me with all types of random stuff, and I feel like it even manifested me a new car because I saw. I actually, yeah, I had no intention of like getting a new car so soon because hello, like I just moved, like I'm getting my life situated in a new, um, new state, and. I went to the dealership just to look around. They were like, oh, we can make something happen right now. I'm like, are you serious? I was like, there's no way the bank is going to approve this. Sure right. did. <laughs> I was like, damn, we, we pulling money like that from banks? Right. Okay. And um, aside from that, you know, like my neighbors being extra friendly to me, taking out my trash for me. Um, then, you know, it even helped me link up with... Um, a girl out here who like put me on to like other ways to make more money so it's just been all blessings ever since I started using it my baby daddy been sending me money consistently I'm like oh okay Jesus (laughs) (laughs) so it's crazy because a lot of the clients they have the same testimonial too like wow I don't know my my baby father is like stepping it up I'm like yes girl (laughs) yeah I gotta get this child so how were you introduced to tarot cards? Because I know, I remember reading something on your um, website when you were saying that you always felt like you had gifts at a young age. Mm-hmm. So my introduction to tarot was, like I said, like 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was already into astrology. I was already doing natal chart readings. And my homegirl, she put me onto so much. But she was the one who... Like what? She put me onto um, tarot readings because she referred me to this girl who she was always going to on Instagram. She taught me how to do my first money spell. <laughs> she mm. taught me how to do, like, a lot of spells. Um, she's from Flatbush, too. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the first time I went and got... Sorry, excuse me. First time I went and got a tarot reading, of course, was about my love life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> because um you know x came back around and i just needed to secure that but um so yeah <laughs> I, I i had to go to this girl because i was like sis you need to tell me he is the one she was like yes there's so much love i see an engagement happening and a proposal i'm like yeah <laughs> but, and then what happened Right. <laughs> that ain't happening. It was supposed to happen, and I think it still might. But he, okay, I don't want to tell all my business. But if if people was following me from back then, then they already kind of know. But you know, he was with somebody else at the time, and I just knew that thing was in shambles. But <laughs> I I had to work on myself first because you know if I would have played my cards right and been just calm about the whole thing, I probably would have had a different outcome. But you know when the when the other 
the other woman hits <laughs> you with the I'm coming to you as a woman. The I'm woman, like, oh, right? No, oh no, I split the tables now because should you stay in your place? Why is you talking to me? This don't have nothing to do with me and you. This is between me and him. So, you know, I had to wow out because, you know, I'm from Brooklyn and <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm still on good terms with him and everything like that. It's just like, you know. <laughs> so, what made you want to pursue it? So, um, what made me want to pursue it was I, as I learned more about astrology and the connection to all the tarot cards, I was like, oh, I could do this because um, all the elements, you know, water, fire, air, earth, correspond to the decks. And to me, it was just a way to strengthen my reading abilities. But the fact that it kind of took off to the point where people started to associate me more with tarot than astrology, even though I started with astrology, I thought that was kind of cool because there's a lot of readers out there who it's either or, you know, they right. either real good with astrology or they real good with them cards. But I'm not going to say not many are good with both because there are like probably thousands who are. But for me, like, I just thought it was cool to be able to be like, well, if you want to talk about this, do this type of reading. But if you want to talk about that, do that type of reading. Um, so, yeah. Just showing, I guess, even if you read in the same person, but it's like two different topics. It's like if you want to get the best answer, you don't want to just overly rely on one type of divination. Like you want options to get the most clarity possible. Mm. So what do you do to to, um, prepare for a reading? Well, (laughs) when I first started, I did a lot. You know, I used to, like, have all these crystals out and all these candles burning and Florida water and, like, um, saging before and after every session. Were you but scared? Sometimes. Because when I first started off, I was, like, running a lot of promotions, right? So it was a lot of brand new people coming to me who I never spoke to before. I don't know what they expect. I don't know... Yeah, I don't know what the expectations are. I'm like, oh my God, like, <laughs> I hope they don't think like this is too basic or, you know, mm-hmm. not deep enough. But over time, what I what I do to prepare has changed dramatically. Like my my son was just like six months old or like less than a year old when I first started reading. My daughter, she was a, a little younger, but now like. They talk so much and they're so needy. <laughs> and I don't always have a bunch of time to like do all this cleansing and meditating before a session. So it's kind of just like, okay, I look at my calendar, I get my deck, I shuffle, I hit the person up, hey, you ready? <laughs> right. And that's it. Cause I, I mean, I'm usually good to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. It has changed, but ideally, like, what I would do to prepare for a reading is just know, know the person's questions beforehand, if possible, so I can get the right deck, and then um, just make sure I'm in a, in a good space mentally and physically to do it, and then I just get right into it. Um, mm-hmm. No real, I don't make it a big deal, you know? And I noticed that you mentioned your spirit guides. So how did you go about discovering who they were? So, <clears throat> I knew who they were because I could see them. But I didn't know their names or anything like that. I didn't know where they came from. Like, if it was an ancestor or what. I was just kind of like, I always see this woman with a sword and I see this man, and he's always, like, shuffling papers, or he's just always reading books. So I have went to um, another reader who's amazing, and she's clairvoyant. So she sees the same people that I see, but she, I would say, like, she's on a completely different vibration when she's, when she's speaking to them, because she can actually, like, um, I guess, 
hear like exactly what they're saying because mm. when they talk to me I see images like they talk to me in moving images and I can hear stuff but like I can't hear their names you know I never hear names or dates or nothing like that but the girl um, that I go to she's like if she asks a name like they will spell it out for her um, but it's it's like crazy because they was she was telling me like you don't even need to know their name like they don't care what you call them like they're they're gonna tell you like what their names are but they're yours like they don't give a fuck what you call them. <laughs> mm. Do we all have spirit guides? I'm gonna say yeah, and a cool thing too is like the fewer that you have around you, it's like the older that you are on a spiritual level. Like you've been mm. here so many times, so you only need a few, you know, to um to get you through but people who are just kind of like repeating the same lessons over and over or like they're like a new spirit to earth they got like so many that's exactly what i'm thinking of these niggas <laughs> <laughs> so have have some of your client spirit guys ever tried to block you what you mean block me like from reading them yeah Nah, um, by the time that person comes to me for a reading, it's kind of like, I would say they already had an agreement. You know what I'm saying? Like, their spirit guides and my spirit guides, they already had an agreement to, like, really? have a discussion. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and, okay, you know what? I'm lying. So, there has been multiple times where someone wanted to book me, and they the payment would not go through. And it was the craziest thing. They're like, I'm look like it was on it was one of these cash apps. They're like, I'm searching your phone number. I don't see anything. And I'm like, Well, sis, don't book me. Right. <laughs> I don't know what you got going on over there. There's a reason why it's not going through. But anytime spirit blocks um a transaction, that is for sure. They're just like, no. However, I don't know why the block is just taking place. I just know like said nah so mm. it ain't into pieces <laughs> have you ever done a reading that was too heavy um been a while but mm. I'm gonna say yeah because when I was um when I was living in Brooklyn doing readings I do feel like the readings had a lot more weight to it um but I, know, life I is think, a little bit more harder in Brooklyn than it is in the South Child. <laughs> that, yes, for sure. But I think at the time, like, that's just what was coming to me. But people know, right? They know my personality. They know what I like to talk about. They know what to just don't even bother coming to me talking about because I don't do those type of readings. So, and I think that's fair, too, because I think that I'm starting to sense, too, like, I, I'm definitely going to come to you because I definitely want to talk about this money, child. <laughs> but I think that's good to let people know what you specialize in so people can already know up front. Like, don't come to yeah. me about this and that. Like, if it's about some love and money, I'm here for you. Right, right, right. And um, people who's, like, really invested in doing the work, you know what I'm saying, to better themselves. Because I don't want to say I hate when people come to me for the same topic and it's six months later. It's like, come on now. Put in some work, right? Get your life together. But at the same time, like, I get it, you know, because we, we do have, like, we do stumble along the way. But my favorite, favorite, favorite types of clients are the ones who, like, take what I say seriously and they see their life transform for the better and they just roll with it and, and they don't try to stand in their own way, you know? Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite type of clients. But, um... I don't know. I think sometimes my personality, when I'm just talking to people one-on-one, you know, when I'm just shooting the shit or chopping it up or telling us a wild-ass story and my stories on Instagram, like, my energy is very, like, carefree. But then right. during, during a reading, I'm like, bitch, don't fucking play with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta put my foot down because it's like, like you, I, take, I take my client's life so seriously. I be so invested. Like, I'm always asking for updates people always come back with the updates and it's like, you know, like I'm invested for the long haul and you become whatever you want to become or like manifesting whatever you want to manifest. Cause I, I think I'm pretty open about how my life has changed dramatically since I've gotten into spirituality. And I would like for other people to have the same 
or better results. How did it change? Oh, Lord, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. In so many ways. So, you know, I'm a single mom. So, had to leave my baby daddy, staying with family in New York. I didn't really feel like I had the support that I, I really wanted to have. Baby daddy wasn't giving me no money. I had a job. They wasn't trying to pay me more than um, 25 an hour. I was like, yo, I got two kids. I'm trying to get my own place. Like, what's up? I need 30. They didn't want to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it was just like, you know, back up against the wall, you know, stuck between a rock and a hard place, like in so many different areas. Um, I feel like I ain't have no money to go shopping. Mm-hmm. I was paying a babysitter, like, Oh my God, how much was I paying that lady? I want to say 200 a week per kid. Like 400. Oh, I want to say it was more than that. But, right. yo, just crazy bills. You know, car broke down. Um, just life, life. Yo, just doing the absolute most. Freaking banks keep calling, like, where's my money? Right. <laughs> and I'm like blocking the bank. Because I can't deal with that. Try to start a new business. Just try to keep it going. Yeah, I was. I was remember I'll be putting in these crazy hours every single day, like waking up super early to get them kids to the babysitter, going to work. Oh my god, I lived in Coney Island. I was on the train going to the Upper East Side every day, dead tired. Mm-hmm. Coming back home on that same long commute. Then I'm all night long. I'm doing readers. At the time, I was in grad school too. Girl, I was whew. Yeah, I I was you know it's so funny because my next question is um spirit work gotta be exhausting at times. Is it? But the payout, the reward, like I I still cannot believe sometimes like oh my god, like I have my own apartment and the decor is exactly what I wanted. Like oh my god, I got a brand new car. It's exactly what I wanted. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like if if something breaks or if I lose something, I got the money to replace it. Like, I ain't even on food stamps right now. People be telling me I need to get on food stamps. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but, I, you know, I buy all my groceries in cash. Like, it's like, I don't really want for nothing. You know, there be right. times where, like, I lose my motivation. And I'm like, come on, sis, get to hustle more. But, you know, like, my daughter, I didn't want her going to school in New York. Like, she's in a real good school out here in, um, in Louisiana. Like... My friends are solid, you know, of course, like, they not really out here. I got a couple of friends out here, but my friends, yo, they be holding it down in New York. Even um, the one who put me on to you, like, yeah. she been rocking with me since the very beginning. And she's another person whose life has kind of just, like, changed for the better. And yeah. she always keeps me updated, so. I was telling the... Um... I was telling my guests, I was like, I normally try people out before I go to them. Just because I know that people that listen to this uh, podcast, like, they really believe in what I say. So I always try to make sure I give my my honest review. And I didn't get a chance to try her service. But our mutual friend was like, no, you need to get her on the show. Like, she's fire. Like, she's really good at her service. You're going to really like her. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I admit. So I will be doing the service, everyone. Like I and I definitely will be getting the Jezebel oil child because <laughs> we in, we are in the season of increase. Okay, yes, we are. Are so, big on manifestation. So, what is some advice you would give to our listeners on manifesting the life that they want? Ooh, I actually had posted about this on my page. I know um, I saw it. Okay, let me try to remember what I say. <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm just like a firm believer in not forcing nothing, right? Set your intentions. If you got to write it down somewhere in a book, do that, or a piece of paper. So at least write it down first. But you definitely want to have the vision. Know exactly what it is, whether it's big or whether it's small, short-term, long-term. Have a vision because you need to Mm -hmm. see it in your mind first before like, if you don't see it in your face, in, in, in your head, how are you going to know when it's, like, right there in front of you, right? Right. So you definitely have to, like, have the vision. So, tip two for manifestation would be um, get rid of people or make less time for people who's either not supportive of it or you tell you tell them the vision and they're just staring at you like a deer in headlights. Like, they're completely useless to 
your goals. Um, If you can't get rid of them, like I said, just make less time for them. But while you're creating space, right, you're creating a void so that it can be filled up with the right network of people to help move your goals along, um, just be very intentional about what you want to come into your life because as you release the I guess energetic connections right from people who's taken up that space you want the right people to come in and fill in that space but it's not going to come if you don't know what you want these people to help you with for example right right let's say you're trying to get into forex trading or stocks or something like that right you obviously want to get rid of people who don't know nothing about it or you tell it to them and they're like, oh, that shit is a scam. Like, you definitely don't want those people around. But when, while you're kind of, like, waiting for it to come, one day out the blue, you're going to meet somebody, you're going to chop it up with them, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I do, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be like, hello, you should be you should be seeing, like, big flashing lights going off in your head, like, Times Square, like, oh, my God, this is the person I manifested this. Like, you need to be very clear about when you have met someone, right, who's going to be an asset in your network to help you move your goals along. Same thing with love life. You need to know exactly what traits you're looking for, but you also want to know who you're trying to show up as because when that person starts saying all that stuff that was on your list and you ain't telling them not a word about what was on your list, it's like, oh, shit, like, I know it when I see it. Um, And the third one, I, I guess, is like, People have to stay very diligent, consistent, Mm -hmm. move with a sense of urgency. You can't force nothing, but if every day you wake up on some like, nah, set a new goal. Every single day I was going to do anything that I can to earn an extra $100 per day. Bless your ass and get your extra $100 and don't stop until that's your reality every day. Um, And then I guess four would be you have to be receptive to um, blessings and generosity because a lot of people, they want to manifest, but they want to do everything by themselves. And God forbid someone try to help them. <laughs> They're like, no, I want to do it by myself. Right. I want to be the one who made all this happen. And it's like, well, unfortunately, you are a human being and humans are social creatures. And you you can't just do everything by yourself. Like that's a fact. You have to you have to be in the right circle. But just because you know the right people doesn't mean you're gonna be receptive to the guidance, the help, the tools, the money, whatever. So those are four little gems about how to manifest. Okay, three more quick things because I know you gotta get to your babies. But I'd be remiss if I didn't ask these three questions. Is it easy okay. to make a spell? Because I know I feel like when it comes to spells. For me, I, I do believe in chanting or like praying and praying for the same thing over and over again, like <clears throat> speaking into fruition. So is that the same thing as a spell? Mm. Or is you, you put a little bit more sauce into it? <laughs> I mean, spell work is another one of the things. If you if you feel like you're a conjurer or you feel like you're a spell worker, sorry, excuse me, there ain't nobody could come in between you know, you and your magic, but that gotta be something that it comes from within, and you just know that that's your superpower. Like, there's some people, they are such good dancers, or they're such good athletes, or whatever, like, that's their thing, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, the magic comes inside of them, like, it's just there. (laughs) Right. Um, So, for spells, I mean, yeah, you. it's like, your touch is what activate every face but at the same time you have to be aware of magical properties of the ingredients you're using or like the order that you're doing stuff in colors or certain stuff that you're using so um it's a little bit more than just chanting mm-hmm. um you know some people they are really verbal with their spells some people are they're more mental like they don't really say much but in their head, they saying a whole lot, but they don't really chant or nothing like that. Do you feel like since you live in Louisiana, you're a little bit more closer to certain things, if that makes sense? 
Yes, yes, and yes. So when I first moved out here, I felt a big difference with like how I am connected to stuff. More so to nature because I was going to say spirit, but I'm like, you always had spirit around you because spirit is always with you. But yeah, ever since I was a little kid, spirit, they they just be right there. They don't, <laughs> they right. don't listen to me. They be like, boom, like an anchor. Like you wake up, boom. How long ago was that? Um, no. So there's so much water in Louisiana, but I could say the yes. same for where I grew up at in, in, in Coney Island. You yeah, know, I was always water by you in Coney Island. Yeah. Uh, I grew up by the beach. So out here it's similar, but it's like so much more water. Um, and I want to say like the charm of Louisiana. It's like as soon as I touched down in Baton Rouge, I felt like I was home. Like I was telling my best friend, I feel like I used to live here in another lifetime. And I did, you know, I my, I mean, I had got readers and they were like, oh, no, nah, you lived in like closer to New Orleans, but you know, you probably used to go to Baton Rouge a lot. Um, and it just, like, it just feels like home. Like, I'm always shocked when the natives are like, oh, I'm trying to get out of Baton Rouge. They're not here. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's right. like everything. Um, and I love the fact New Orleans. That I'm, yeah. You know, I, was, I was driving around New Orleans today. Um, but since I've gotten here, I have felt so much of a stronger connection to magic in general. Cause, cause my connections to readings has always been like there. Even when my life was crazy hectic, I got always felt super connected to it. But with spells, I didn't really have that connection because I was like staying in somebody else's house. But in my own mm. space in Louisiana, <laughs> it, it hits a little harder. Mm. And last but not least. What do you see? It don't have to be nothing a big prediction, but what's your prediction for 2022? What? Overall, like, what do you, what's like the first thing that comes to your mind that you see? Well, I'm going to be 30. So <laughs> I personally feel like it's just going to be wonderful. But I mean, if, if I'm going to talk about specific years and stuff like that, I like to look at the planets. So I know for sure um, Jupiter is moving into Pisces in 2022. So um, I personally feel like a lot of people's money in 2022. Please, you're still going to see this like surge of people getting deeper into spirituality or just um, focusing more on side hustles right to supplement their income people trying to save more like I kind of just feel like it's gonna be one of those coming of age years like it's gonna be like another major turning point like how COVID was a major turning point right 2020 Mm -hmm. like it set a completely different scene or like energy from 2019 right because 2019 girl bye everybody was like everybody was going to come up in 2019 right like everybody was starting their little candle business and their lashes business right everybody was starting something but I feel like COVID came and shut a whole lot of shit down and Mm -hmm. it really showed I don't want to say who was called but it really weeded out like who was really going to survive right on their own without that nine to five versus who was going to get scared and go back to profiting. it. But I feel like 2022 is going to be another time where pe- it's like a revival of some sort. Like people just going to be like trusting themselves, trusting, you know, their vision or whatever their mission is in life. Like they're going to feel a, a strong pull to keep it going. So mm. that's what I see overall. Um, Aside from that, I mean, <laughs> I think people are going to grow a little tired of um, government trying to, you know, right. you know Uncle Sam type energy. Like, there's going to be a lot of pushback. Like, nah, we ain't letting you play with us like this. So the people are going to, like, kind of share one voice and give, like, a lot of pushback. Um, people tired of Uncle Tom Chow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I hey, appreciate y'all. you. 
I'm so happy that our friend introduced us to each other. Wait, is your birthday in February? No, my birthday's in March. Oh, okay. I thought your birthday was in February. But I read your um the Venus and Aquarius and man, that was spot on. Oh, my little uh with young Miami on it. Yes. I feel like you <laughs> read me. I'm like, that is it right uh, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a Pisces and my Venus is an Aquarius, so yeah. That's awesome. on. So if y'all want any if y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, please make sure to email me at hello at the phdpodcast.com. I am definitely buying some Jezebel oil because we are in a season of increase and we need all the blessings that we can get. Okay. And to my guests, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I appreciated you too. This is so fun. We made it to the end. I know technical (laughs) difficulties and the babies was excited. So, oh, yes, yes. (laughs) Until next time, everyone. Later. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.